Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And all things Tesla is all of our business. You know, it's incredible how big of an impact a company that was virtually unheard of uh, not even that many years ago is so profoundly important in so many aspects of our economy, particularly in the transportation front. Well, this week, a major story has broken about it. And, man, when I hear the numbers of, of a recall that's uh, been demanded, it's really unusual. Um, fortunately, fortunately, technology is going to make it relatively easy, comparatively uh, speaking. But I found it shocking and fascinating. Rachel Lerman, she's been on the program before. She's a reporter with the uh, Washington Post, a business and tech reporter. Uh, I always love having her on. When I heard she was going to be joining us today, I was delighted. Uh, Rachel, welcome back to the Price of Business show. Thank you so much for having me. By the way, Washington Post people, well, Kevin, you're kind of right of center. I, I am. I uh, know that about it, but I love the Washington Post. Very, very few publications. It really comes down to one hand, has the depth and breadth of coverage that the Washington Post has. And frankly, to be a well-read person requires lots of different perspectives. And um, it's always factual, always honest even though I don't necessarily agree with his conclusions. But, Rachel, I read your article. I have to admit, I, I found it very spot on with the, the, the article uh, your colleagues and you wrote. Why don't you uh, kind of set the stage for us? Oh, thanks, Kevin. Yeah, so basically we've been looking into Tesla Autopilot for several months now, some of us for years, about kind of how the technology actually works, where you're actually supposed to use it or where it's designed to be used. And then sort of how drivers interpret that. So what we found is there seems to be kind of a disconnect between, like, how drivers believe you, are, like, believe how autopilot will, will, will function, like, how capable it will be. And then basically what Tesla has said, like, buried in its fine print about what it will actually do. And we've been writing stories about that. And then there was big news about a recall just this week. So there was big news about a there's big news about a recall just this week. It's actually the largest ever recall that Tesla has issued, and basically it issued it for almost every car, almost every Tesla that's on the road, more than two million vehicles. And it's something that it came to with NHTSA, the National Highway Tra Traffic Safety Administration, because NHTSA has been investigating this for years now. And basically, NHTSA found that there were some safety issues within autopilot, mostly that autopilot needs to do a better job of making sure that drivers are still paying attention. Now, Tesla does this already in some ways, like it tests how much weight, how much uh, torque it can feel on the steering wheel to make sure that somebody's still holding it. Uh, we, you know, we see other car manufacturers have, like, cameras to watch eyes. Like, there are ways to do this. And basically what this recall does is it pushes a software update into these cars so that Autopilot is doing, uh, like, a better job monitoring driver attention. Because these technologies, Autopilot is not a self-driving technology. It's a driver assistance, which means that the driver still needs to be fully in control of the car. 
Yeah, and that's why there is the issue. And, and unlike most recalls, where, of course, the, the auto companies, they, they always drag their feet or they try to make a defense. Uh, but when there's, like, shrapnel coming out of an airbag, you pretty much know this is going to be a recall. <laughs> you know, uh, on this one, Tesla up and down, we've done everything we can. We don't believe this is justified. They seem very passionate about it. And, of course, we shouldn't be surprised with Elon Musk. Right, exactly. Elon Musk, as we know, like a, he's a very outspoken, he's bold as a leader, and a lot of people respect that. It also means that he tends to push the boundaries of, you know, whatever technology he's, he's deploying. And so we've seen Tesla push autopilot into more and more cars, you know, uh, tell people how capable it is. And we found it like through lawsuits or some of these pretty horrific crashes, we found that some drivers believe that it's more capable than it really is. So basically, you know, regulators have found that they're kind of getting complacent because they believe that the car can do more things than it really can. And of course, some lawsuits cast some blame on Tesla for this. They say, well, Tesla's advertising and marketing, et cetera, are sort of pushing this narrative. And that's what Tesla has pushed against. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and again, we live in a culture, I'm afraid, that loves to advocate responsibility whenever it can, in my opinion, in so many different areas. This is just one of a lot of examples. And i got to tell you, the videos I've seen on YouTube of people sleeping while driving, going 60 miles an hour, those are absolutely terrifying. And they're, that's they're the kind terrifying. of thing that happens. So talk a little bit about industry attitudes about this and what you see as some of the unforeseeable implications of it. Because, you know, there are technology that is more advanced than so-called autopilot uh, that people are looking at and playing a role that, that Tesla has uh, developed themselves. So talk a little bit about that. I think we're in a really interesting position right now because we're in a transition, right? Like we are far away from having roads that are filled entirely with self-driving technology. But we are also no longer at a place where cars are entirely uh, manual, right? Car most cars now have some form of uh, you know, software display, cruise control, et cetera. And then we're seeing this kind of push into these more advanced vehicles. But there's sort of a disconnect between uh, what laws we have to oversee those, which is almost none, uh, how the companies are proceeding with it, and how safety officials are overseeing it. Safety officials are, you know, investigating it and looking at this. But as we've seen with so many different kinds of technology, including, like, social media, a lot of the regulation or legislation hasn't caught up with the pace of advancement of technology. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. It'll be a lot to see. It'll be interesting to see how this unfolds. Um, is this a a celebratory moment for Tesla's competitors in the EV space? Mm, it's, it's a good question. The thing is, with the with these software recalls, because Tesla can fix them over the air, like, for example, nobody's going to have to take their Tesla into the dealership for this. You're going to get a software update in your car, and then you push to agree to it, you know. And so I, maybe, but it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens next. Uh, the regulators have said they're going to keep monitoring, like, how this rollout goes. And certainly it's kind of a, it's a big deal, just given the 
scope of this recall, but it's unclear. We've talked to other people who said, well, this is basically just kind of like a slap on the wrist, and this isn't going to do a lot to stop Tesla. So we're going to have to wait and see how this rollout goes. Yeah, and I will be interested. It'll be interesting to see it unfold. Uh, always love having you on the program. I think you do a great job. You bring uh, some very complex ideas to us to a manner that uh, – that any listener can appreciate it. You know, there's a radio, there's a radio person inside you. I know you're a writer, but there's a radio person <laughs> inside you. Thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate that. All right, Rachel. I got to tell you, some of the people, some of the great writers I have on, not so much from Washington Post. They all seem to be doing uh, do a great job. But some of them are great writers, and I get them on, and they really can't talk their way out of a paper bag. So uh, you do a very <laughs> good job, Rachel. Learn, love having you on. She's with the Washington Post, a business and tax reporter. And uh, Rachel, I will be looking forward to having you join us again. Thank you so much. Take care. I'm Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.